I'm Shanae Hall. I got my mamas down there. I got Josh right here. Mom, say what's up. Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? We here. We in here. Josh Powell, how you doing? Buenos noches. Buenas noches. Yeah. It is night. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to start off this episode. So, this is a very, very, very special episode. I had some things happen this week, some conversations happen this week, but we're not going to get into that just yet because we finished off last week with Josh talking about women don't mind allowing men into their space, multiple men into their space. So, I'm going to let him pick up where he left off because I don't, I don't remember you don't remember no you so, got to fill me in a little bit more hey I see our guest came on time despite jumping down off a flight and whatnot this is Mr. <laughs> Anonymous for today's show just so you guys know he has no name Mr. Anonymous <laughs> welcome welcome to what she said what's up King what's good King Man, How you I'm doing? blessed brother so let me give you guys a really brief backstory. Mr. Anonymous is here. He's blurred out. So if you're watching on YouTube, you're wondering why he's blurred out because this is a private conversation that I needed him to be here to really delve into. So let me tell y'all, let me give you a little backstory, okay? The guest here today, I brought him on because he's insightful in a lot of areas through lessons learned the hard way. And Josh is going to, I'm sure, be a champion for all of us to bring home the messages because there will be several. So a friend of mine had a situation where her husband was having an affair. And so she filed for divorce and we started all collectively, me, Josh, my mom, we've all been through divorces here. And we were talking about how do you get your spouse back? Like if you want, if you made a mistake, how do you get that person back in your life? And my question was, why does it even come to that? Like, why does it, why does it seem like men don't stop before? And I'm not saying only men cheat or only women cheat, but I'm saying before the process gets to the point where we are in divorce court, why don't men Stop. So the gentleman, Mr. Anonymous on the end, has a lot of insight to this question um, and other questions that we had. I felt he gave really powerful answers. So I asked him to come down here. Let's start with the conversation of why does it seem like a man? I'm going to say a man because I've been married and I know the reason I was I got a divorce is because he didn't stop before it was too late. And by the time I filed, it was like, oh, my God, you're playing for keeps. And I was like, wait, what you mean I'm playing for keeps? Nigga, you've been playing for keeps. We didn't just get here on accident. Did you not take the counseling seriously? Did you not take my threat seriously? Did you not take my tears seriously? Did you not take any of that seriously until I was literally out the door? There's various opinion. reasons why um, men don't stop. Okay. Um, it can be a personal. It can be a personal situation that either them getting to know themselves. Um, personal things from trauma that they experience. Okay. Um, also, it could be uh, you're getting, when you're just blind, I don't want to use the word blindsided, but you just, I don't want to use that word as well, but when you, what I want to say is, um, 
when you start getting intertwined with an individual and you start exchanging things that were meant for particular relationships, that begins that begins to put blinders on your decision making. Mm-hmm. So now you're you're being driven by your own fleshly and personal desires. Mm. So that's why you, men don't stop when they're ahead. And I'm talking about even after the, the whatever fleshly desires that you're talking about, there comes a point where you know your wife, your spouse is getting ready to leave. You know there's a breaking point, right? Like everybody has that breaking point where it says, I know that if I keep doing this, this is going to happen. And so what I'm trying to figure out is the difference between when a man says, okay, I'm going to keep going. I'm keep going. But then as soon as she leaves, then it's like, oh, triggers go off. Lights go off. And it's like, I need to stop what I'm doing and make a sharp U-turn and try to go back. And it's like, in what world can you actually go back there is no back there's only forward well you said something that um i got a comment on i i don't i don't know that when when guys are going through that or cheating and seeing someone else or doing whatever it is that they do that you're referring to i don't think that they they're thinking there's going to be a breaking point i think they're probably thinking she ain't going nowhere i've gotten away with this a number of times Mm. she she keeps taking me back she keeps threatening to leave, but she don't go nowhere. Mm. So I don't think they believe she's really leaving. So you just keep going. And why not? You get the best of both worlds, quote unquote. So, mom, with that being said, I was when I was, I was talking to somebody driving here and I said, men always talk about women are better cheaters. I don't think that we're better cheaters. I think that we understand that there's a breaking point. We understand that, oh, oh, I can't do that the same way. I can't do that repeatedly. He can't find out and then me, me expect him to stay. So I think our expectations that one, he will leave are far more greater. Uh, the, the guy I was talking to, he was like, nah, cause you know, you're going to get killed. He was like, there's a real probability you're going to get killed if you cheat on him. And he finds out. So you guys cheat smarter because you're afraid of dying. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if that's the case, but I do feel like there is a, a there's mental boundaries like or is it that a woman thing like we we're we're less likely to get into accidents we're less likely to die from a a a parachute accident there's a lot of things we're less likely to do because our minds say okay that's too far and men don't seem to have that trigger that says okay that's too far that's too far you should probably stop you're gonna stop here I think when you're caught up you're you're caught up and you're it's almost like you're in a trance of some sort but y'all need to speak on that you guys are you guys are men First of all, has anyone here at this table cheated before? Yes. So tell us about that. First of all, what made you do it? And then why didn't you stop before it was too late? Or did you? Um, in my situation, um, I came clean on, in my in my situation during my marriage, I was, uh, my heart was a little heavy. What do you mean? My heart was heavy. So I felt that, that guilt 
know what I'm saying? So um, it would get to a point, like I definitely, I wouldn't tell her all or everything, uh, but I definitely would come clean and just be like, you know, I haven't been faithful. Mm. And, we'll, and we'll leave it at that. And um, I got away with a lot. What do you mean, like 10 times? Like- because because I, I tell people this too, like cheating is it's not for everybody. Either you're good at it or you suck. There's mm. no in-between. So for those who know what they're doing, you don't get caught. And for those that, you know what I'm saying, don't, and that's where <laughs> that's where it gets a little tricky. So you didn't. So there, were, she she had no idea all this time. You just came clean. She she I didn't came, say I nothing. came clean. I mean, she can think what she wanted to think. You feel me? But, but I came clean. You know what I'm saying? And then we had another situation where I did I did misstep, but the purpose was to get caught. Like I I was I wasn't mature enough to walk away from the relationship. I wanted to do something to make her be like, all right, I'm good. And that wasn't that wasn't the right way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that definitely wasn't the right thing to do instead of just having a conversation and just figuring out what we were doing in our marriage. So I went about the whole thing the wrong way. You know what I mean? And for me, I don't have the the right reason um, because I don't really feel that there is one. I was just doing what I was doing, period. It wasn't no such thing as too much, too little. I just had to get to that point where I said, let me take the steps to grow and fight for my family and do what's right. So you did try to get her back? Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. What'd you do? Wait, before you tell me what, why, what you did, what made you decide that you wanted to get her back after doing all that you did and then doing what you wanted to do to get caught? I mean, for me, you just get tired of it. Tired of what? Just doing all that. You know what I'm saying? Being, you know, coming home, being one person and leaving, being another. Mm. Um, I'm trying to respectfully go about this because obviously there's a lot in my situation. I try to make sure I protect um, the mothers of my children regardless of anything going on. Mm -hmm. But in the situation, like, um, I was... I was doing things that I was doing, whether it's because, you know, it's frustrated, whether it's because, um, you know, a lot of times you don't necessarily cheat for sex. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's just you want a breather. You know what I'm saying? You want a, you want a female who's going to take the time to listen or at least make you feel like you're being seen at that moment. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of men, you feel me, it's not always a physical thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just want to be heard. You feel me? Like, you go to the crib. Your, your old lady not listening to you. She's shutting you down when you're trying to express yourself. There's a lot of those things that we as men go through that we don't necessarily talk about. It doesn't get to that point because at the end of the day, it's always focusing on, well, you cheated. You did this and you did that. Right. And it's not always so cut and dry. And right. a lot of men, it just starts from the standpoint of like you're not being heard. You're not being seen. You just want to have somebody you can chop it up with. And then that's when, you know what I'm saying, the signals get crossed. Mm. And then, you know, you end up sleeping with her, doing something else, and then it turns into a vibe. So every, everything is different. Like, I grew up, I had, like, as King spoke, you know what I'm saying, talking about childhood traumas and things like that, I had plenty, um, which I didn't understand the effect until I started doing the actual, I've been going through therapy throughout my life, but I hit the reset button when I went through my divorce four years ago. Okay. So... I dug deep into my childhood. 
and and went backwards. And then I started learning that when I was doing things at 10, 11, 12, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you've been sexually abused. Right. That's, that's not what you think. Like, that's not, there's nothing okay about that. Right. So a lot of these things can impact you. Like, there are a lot of men who have gone through things that you don't talk about. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because right. it's not, you, you learn things that this is what men do. Right. This is how we move. This is how we operate. So it becomes the norm. And like I, I felt what he was saying when it's like, shit, you get to that point, you don't really slow down. It's just like it is what it is. Because, too, our women make us feel comfortable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like they they tell us what they're going to do. And then, and then look at it from this standpoint. Year one, year two, year three, year four, year five. You're six. You still talking about you gonna leave? You're seven. You're, I mean, it's just a constant thing. Yeah, you keep going. You're eight. <laughs> you feel me? Like it's, a, it's a constant. <laughs> Nine, ten, fifteen years later. My thing is, you know what I'm saying? With anybody, you know, and I know we focusing on something else, but I just need to jump on that real quick. If if you decide and you want to make a decision. Wherever you're at, whether you decide to leave, you need a moment, whatever you want to stay or you want him to stay or her to stay or however you want to do it, like, just go with that. Like, sometimes you got to step away from something in order to make the decision you feel is the best decision to make for yourself. Mm -hmm. But in my situation, I decided to fight for my wife at the time, and I decided to fight for my kids and my family. Mm -hmm. So when I made... The decisions, I don't keep saying mistakes, but when I made the decisions I made, I chose to every time fight for those reasons. And when I did that, I didn't fight for her. I didn't fight for my kids. I fought for myself. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. That's why I feel like people go wrong because... Whenever you get jammed up, you're going to do something to prove to that person or that situation that you're sorry or that you'll do better. Right. That doesn't change your habit. Right. So what I had to do is I had to get to a point. You got to do some self-work and I had to change the habit. I had to start with me and do some Mm self-work and then make that vow like I'm going to continue to get better. Even even if even when I was still doing what I was doing, I went from having X many females to trimming that thing down and continuously trimming that fat to, you know, I ain't really got too much going on. And it was a process. I'm not saying that, like, I was still doing what I was doing, but, hey, I was taking the steps. So did you ever get down to just, uh, how long were you at just one? Because the trimming of fat seemed like a lot, lot, like a process. It could, it could, it can be. How long did you just have one? That's a hard question. It's not a hard question um, because after I went through an almost two-year separation Mm -hmm. and I brought that thing back, I went hard for a nice little stint. Okay. Um, Yeah. So then why did you end up... (laughs) What ended up happening after you put in all the work to get her back that it didn't work out? Because, Because you... You know when you're growing and you're elevating, and then slowly but surely it was like this. And even even when I was still doing what I was doing, we still we still moving different. Mm. And I felt that. 
that, that's just what it is. Like, you got to understand, too, that some people, you know what I'm saying, you're, you're in a space and you see where they're at, you see where you're at. I Listen, I made a promise, man, I'll never forget this. When I went to Korea and I was finishing out my career, mm-hmm. and I knew it, it was on my plate, because, again, my situation a little different. I said, look, I'm willing to fight for this family. I'm willing to fight for you. Let's do what we got to do. Let's move forward. But I need you to forgive me. Mm-hmm. I forgive you. Your shit don't stink. And trust me, I know. But I forgive you. Mm-hmm. But out of fairness, now I'm going to forgive you. I need for you to give me that same grace. Mm-hmm. It wasn't extended. And what, what did we talk about earlier? When you get to that point, right? If mm-hmm. You're going to talk it. Better, better put some... So to put some fire behind it. Yeah, right. And I think that because of the history, because I'm not going to waste my words. That's the difference between me. Mm. The first time I did it, remember, we we were separated. I left the house. Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. I said, man, we got young kids. Ain't no way my kids finna look look at at this going on. We going to teach them all the bad stuff. Right. Right. That's how generational curses get passed down. All these families keep fighting for each other and they really ain't doing the necessary work to stay. It's, right. it's the agreement. Shake my Shake hand, my mama. Hand. <laughs> right. Let's make sure these kids graduate. Right. Think about that. The Real shit. That. Real yeah. shit. Yeah. People will put on until them kids graduate. Oh, absolutely. And then you wonder why yeah. it's finished. Right. Right? So the first time, I was like, bro, what is we doing? I ain't feeling where we at. The energy ain't right. Like, what are we doing? Think it's a game. All right, cool. I'm out. Stop sleeping in the bed. The whole, like, I can't keep doing it. And I was still living doing what I was doing, but at the end of the day, home still come first. But I just wasn't feeling where we was at. Took a two-year hiatus. Mm. So I still don't understand what men... Here's the thing. I'm learning. I'm trying to... Like, I used to think that I knew men, right? I grew up with my dad in the house. Mm. Um, I never seen him cheat on my mom, per se. Like, I never seen... That not not to say my mom won't say he did, but I didn't see that kind of dysfunction. I never saw him lay his hands on my mom, nothing like that. But and then I married my high school sweetheart, and I was with the same person till I was twenty eight years old. So I thought I knew men, and now here I am, forty, and I'm like, oh shit, I don't know men. I don't know, and I don't know if it's a age gap. I don't know if it's a time thing, but when it seems like when a man gets to be a certain age. When I say a certain age, I mean over 40. Damn sure when you're in your 50s, there is a way that you should be moving and carrying yourself. And I'm talking to my mom and she's, I'm talking to my friend that's not my mom. And she's talking to this guy and he's drastically younger than her. And he's talking about all these things. She's explaining how he's attentive and how he's communicative and how he's thoughtful and he's prepared to take her on trips and um you know buy her outfits to match the dinner that they're trying to do and he's just he's just so there and and prepared and ready and doesn't have all these walls up and doesn't have all these issues and doesn't have all these traumas and he's in his 30s and then you have somebody that's truly grown grown as you always say a half a century in a game and doesn't do any of those things. You're asking, like, I find myself asking, hey, how come you don't text me in the morning? How come you don't 
say goodnight. How come you don't do this, this, and that? Why is it that the 30-year-old knows to do these things and the 50-year-old does not? And then I heard what you said earlier where it says, you know, we're talking about the trauma, the childhood trauma. And I'm like, okay, some of those things that you mentioned, I know are extremely real. Men can be sexually assaulted or molested as a child. And they think, oh, I was having sex at 12. No, you were getting molested at 12. Women would transfer that as I was being molested. Men look at it like, well, I was sexually active. No, I don't, I don't know if you really were. So I don't know if those are the differences, but for women, it makes dating so freaking hard because we're looking at age as a guidance. And somebody just, the guy I was talking to on the phone coming here, he said, it's not about age, it's about experience. What did you experience in those 50 years of life, in those 30 years of life? I mean, that's true too, but look at it this way, right? Some of us who are raised primarily by our mothers and the traits that we pick up from that, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of those relationships, us as young men, we we try to do whatever it is to smooth our mother over, right? To get her off our back. Mm -hmm. We learn young what the right thing to say is, how to move correctly. You know what I'm saying? Give off the right body language at the right time. Mm -hmm. We pick up game early. Okay. Our mothers teach us that. And a lot of that shit is toxic. Okay. Real talk. So when they turn into older men, and, and here's the other thing. You got to be careful of the men who still know how to text you, still know how to good morning you, still know how to keep it cool and keep the energy right and do all that shit because be doing everything they can too. still plot and wait. I done, I done dusted some things off. Listen, this I'm keeping it right a buck because I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it funky though. <laughs> I done had, I done had some, 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 some cool times with some good people. No disrespect. After almost a decade, bump into them. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was on my mind back then. It just didn't happen. Hey, shout out what's happening. Mm-hmm. Some men can play their position, man, for years, plot and wait, and be cool with that. So don't don't get it twisted. I mean, I'm not saying, listen, there's some good men out here. There's a lot of good men out here. There's still some good men who do some bullshit things. Mm-hmm. That don't mean that they're not a good man. So a lot of the times we're learning behaviors and we're being taught the wrong things early on. And it just translates into adulthood. And we figure out how to maneuver. It ain't no secret. Like a man could pick up when he's telling a woman a good thing. Mm. He can he could tell how she vibing and how she bopping. Like, you got to. You know what I'm saying? Just play your position and be cool. That's it. But it's up for the woman to kind of figure out, bro, you on some bullshit. Or maybe you not. I, I don't know. I can't say. I can't speak that for everybody. And it's, and it's not an age thing. You know what I'm saying? We just automatically assume because this person, even at 30 or 40 or 50, right, that they supposed to be mature, supposed to be this or supposed to be that. Just like some people assume that just because somebody's younger, that means that they're not as mature. Mm-hmm. And that may not necessarily be true. But experience is definitely important for sure. So under what circumstances should a woman uh, trust a guy or even entertain taking a guy back in who's cheated on her repeatedly? It's consistency. Consistency what? I mean, I mean, you because you being consistent with how you move. And again, for me, like I said, I did the necessary work for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about her. It wasn't about my kids. When you're doing the inner work and you handling your business, that's when things start to show themselves. That's when friendships start dying off. That's when 
uh, business opportunities and other things will present themselves because you're maturing and you're going in the direction that you're supposed to be going in. You know what I'm saying? And then the way that you handle your significant other is another telltale. Like how you can communicate, how you can be patient, how you can try to continue to be loving when years before that y'all were doing this. But then you got to that point where you're growing and you're maturing and you're looking at her, you're like, all right, I understand you're upset. Let, let, let us take some time. Let's, let's talk about this in a couple of hours. I, w- I wouldn't have did that a couple of years ago because even when I knew I was right, I'm at your neck. No, nah, bro, you on some bullshit. That, that was that whole South Side shit. You know what I'm saying? I had to let that go. That ain't getting me nowhere. Especially when my kids are now two at six, seven, and they look. Right. What daddy on? They'll give mama the pass, but what daddy on? Why he talking to her like that? He upset today? I had to let that go because that also affects the way you parent. Mm-hmm. It was affecting the things that you feel me like shouldn't be getting affected and they don't deserve that. I don't want my sons to think this is what a man is supposed to look like. Now that doesn't mean perfection either. Mm-hmm. Right? But if I fuck up, hey big dog, I'm sorry. If I fuck up queen, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Right? And sometimes we don't do that in the very early stages of it, even though I don't have to apologize. But now I'm understanding because I'm more mature, don't lose your family over some bullshit. That's right. how you know. And if a woman is going in that way, or we got all these woke women, all these mature women, so if they own that, then you'll see that that, that king is making them efforts. Okay, so le- with that being said, let me ask you this. It, again, this goes to a woman dating and in this dating field Me and my mom talk all the time. And one of the things that we talk about is every, it seems like every man, every person, but every man in particular, especially black men have trauma. How much should a woman be willing to endure to walk them through or help them through or be supportive through this trauma as they're trying to build trust, understanding, whatever that thing is, what is the breaking point where, you know, where you just if you were someone's brother and you're like, eh, that's too far. He's just going to be traumatized on his goddamn own or Shanae, Rhonda, whomever may be listening. Stay the course. This is what you need to do. What would be your guidance to help a woman help a man that knows that he's coming in broken? Hey, King, I'm going to talk to him and I'm going to answer your question. Okay. Right. I would say, hey, King, the same way we got to give grace to our women and be understanding of what they got going on, how they grew up, some things that may have been happening, right? The fact that she may not be as mature or maybe she is, right? But we have to be patient. We have to be understanding. We have to be loving. And then when you get to a point, just like when I get to a point, just like when mama get to a point or you get to a point, I can't say what his enough is. Mm-hmm. My enough might be a year. His enough might be six months. Your enough might be two weeks. I don't know. I'm I'm never gonna tell anybody that there's a science to this because it's not. You no, know what but I'm what I'm saying is, if we know that you're coming in with trauma, right? If we understand that, but a lot of y'all don't know. That's what I'm saying. How did How did you get to the point that you know he has trauma? Just understanding men more so now and. I'm saying specifically, you're saying an individual, how do you get to know that that individual man has trauma? Because stuff, 
you can one the conversation, two things don't add up if you're if you're. But is that trauma or immaturity? Well, what I'm saying that's, is that's a good question. What I'm thinking is, as far as trauma is, mm-hmm. are you hesitant to trust? For someone not to trust, something had to happen. Are you hesitant to uh, be vulnerable? Are you quicker to anger than you are to say, I love you? Like those things are normally triggers. Trig- anger is not your number one go-to emotion. It's normally an emotion that covers an another, uh, another emotion. You know what I'm saying? So what is that that made that trigger you? Right. And that's, so, and that's a fair question. Go ahead, King. You have to, you have to make that man feel comfortable. Okay. Because men, you walk out the house and put on a mask. You walk out the house and put on your, your, you know, you put you put your chest up. You know, you put your shield up. So how does that man know to say, okay, I can be vulnerable. I can get naked in front of this woman and expose myself and know that she, I can trust her with my feelings. Mm-hmm. And... If she doesn't, if, if let's say, for instance, y'all get mad that you don't throw his dirty laundry out and make him feel like, well, you know what? You you was doing this, this and that. Trusting you with those feelings just as well as the opposite side. The woman you want, y'all want us to. Well, it's expected. For us to trust you, you want to be you want the man you want to be the man to be able to trust your feelings mm-hmm. before you expose your true self to him. Right. So you have to cater those feelings. So when you cater those feelings, it has to be reciprocated as well. And not every man knows how to say, "Okay, I'm going to let my guard down. At what point, like he said, King was saying about maturity. Mm -hmm. How does a man know to say, "Okay, you know what? Now I'm looking soft. Now she's going to think I'm soft because I'm 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 being vulnerable or I'm letting my hair down. You know, you got to make that man feel comfortable. When it just as well when you you said that this man make you feel comfortable when you go in a room he makes you feel like the most beautiful woman in the room mm-hmm. that man got to know that she got my back you stroking his back mm. and another thing if I can jump on your point um, you mentioned even at the beginning how you were having multiple conversations right mm-hmm. just open dialogue right a lot of men don't do that we'll sit we'll ride to our music. You know what I'm saying? We might talk to that one partner, but the fact that you can talk to two, three, four, five, six people in an hour, hour and a half, a lot of men aren't having that dialogue. They're not willing to open up, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's another thing that we that we struggle with and we have to do better with. Mm-hmm. I, I can't sit up here and say, you have a valid point, right? When, you, when you're looking at somebody, you look at how they respond to certain things. Yeah, that could be a trigger, but it could also be immaturity. It could also be from the standpoint of he was shut down most of his life. Somebody didn't let him speak. So then that turned into this behavior. Maybe nobody did anything to him, but sometimes even when you're not really heard, and it could be the smallest thing, that can turn into something bigger. But that you know still goes saying? back to a trauma, wouldn't you consider? Because it's something that but when hurts I think you. trauma, right? And, yeah, but I don't. I don't want to say that everything that hurts me is traumatic. You know what I'm saying? I, it, not for me, in my opinion. I'm not going to speak for everybody. I'm just saying, in my opinion, right? Yes, obviously, death, any type of abuse or some things like that. But I've been hurt before, and I can't necessarily say I look at that as being like, damn. 
Like, like it's yeah, like I'm triggered. Like I, I'm about to do some shit. Like I, I don't I don't see it as such. You know what I'm saying? So and that's just me. When I reference trauma, I'm thinking whether it's growing up in poverty and you not really knowing that yeah. I'm poor, but I know I don't have enough food. I know I my clothes and our hand-me-downs you know these are things now as an adult like as a child you may not know but now as an adult those things the thought of being without triggers you the thought of lack causes you trauma um it could be like we talked about earlier sexual abuse it could be growing up in a house of uh, alcoholic as a parent or a drug addict as a parent um it could be a number of things it could be a teacher that told you you wasn't gonna be shit and, and repeated that all the way through elementary school. And so the soon as your girl say, nigga, that's why you ain't shit. He flips all the way out. And you're like, wait, that didn't warrant that response. But there's a trauma behind it. So as women, again, like I said, dealing with black men in America, we're coming from a background of trauma. We are descendants of slaves, most of us. And we still live in a toxic environment where that's our upbringing but then you couple that with, think about, I think people forget that you have to think about in slavery, they had to watch their wives, their girlfriends, their daughters be raped and sold off. And you didn't say nothing. You didn't say nothing. That was the whole thing. And then going into our, our generations now, you still don't say nothing. That Growing up, something's going in your house. Someone's being molested. Somebody's being abused. Somebody's a crackhead. You don't say nothing. You go to school. You keep that tucked away that's your business that's your business you don't talk your business in the streets and so now we have so much of quote-unquote our business secrets yeah it's seeped into every single corner and crevice of our body how are we as we're talking about moving forward how do we take these traumas that now become part of our relationships okay well the, the obvious right because i know you're saying as far as men but if we really going to take it a step further, it's human beings. It's not a man or a woman thing. It's, it's coming from both sides. And mm-hmm. it's like us uh, young women deal with hella secrets, hella things that have gone on, been taught the wrong things and all of this other stuff that's happening. They're, you know, moving from their moving. What I mean is like their actions, basically how they move, right? How mm-hmm. they deal with people or relationships is coming from that traumatic uh, space. Same thing with, with young men, you know, as we grow up. And then, it, and then it's like as, as women or as men, we just continue to repeat. We continue to, you know, hide it better, mask it more, um, put on or do this or do that. And that's why we're at a point now where people are trying to do self-work, self-love, self-mastery, where they're really trying to figure out who are they. But think about it, too. On the opposite side, a lot of people are going, look at our generation of women. They're going the opposite way. Mm -hmm. Well, shit, if he ain't going to act right, then I'm going to go out and hot girl something. I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go do this and I'm going to live. And then our women are going in a direction I've personally never seen before, whether it's the Instagram models Mm -hmm. and the the twerking and the nakedness and the sexuality at its all time high. So what I'm saying is if we can't, sit here and honestly say look it we all have some fucked up shit going on and if we can't have a conversation about healing us like if i can't meet josh out in public and i and i can say okay look it i gotta listen to him i gotta feel him i gotta understand before i could even really really date him but then that comes with you having to be vulnerable and open to me to get to that point so i can understand 
where your weaknesses are, where your soft spots are. And we don't do that. You jump in. I'm good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit, I'm good, too. What are we doing? Next thing you know, we fucking and we trying to figure it out. And we like, why can't why don't this shit work? You know what I would do, though, is because a lot of times if you can't necessarily get something from your significant other. Why not dive into that family dynamic? You're going to you're going to eventually meet them one day if, if or friends. Wait, somebody. what? Wait, who? What you say? What'd dive you say? into the, the fi- family dynamic or okay. people who you are interested in. Uh, no, no, no. Like like friends or somebody like say, for example, I'm talking to you and I'm trying to get to know you. You might have a wall up. You might tell me some things you may or may not. Right. I don't want to keep fighting you or pressuring you on that. So one thing I could do is I could personally open up and be more vulnerable, hoping that you would trust and feel that same thing. But let's say that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Next up. Right. Let's say role reversal. But this is mom and I'm talking to you. Maybe once I meet mom, I might have to have some conversations and pick up some game and see what mom has to say Mm -hmm. or dad or maybe it's a friend or maybe I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I would if if the person is worth it. I'm going to have some conversations. We're going to figure out something. But mm-hmm. you're in a different space. For, for the most part, I think what Shanae is saying is that black men are terrified of being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And you guys don't show that soft side. And even after m- months and years, some men never want to expose that's that because why I was they don't want to be soft. Right. And that's why I was saying that, mother. Yeah. That's so, exactly why. So because you see I want to other people that. in the circle of trust yeah. to find out more information. That makes you different. Yeah, because I. But I'm giving that, but that's why we're doing, that's why we're blessing these people because we got to figure out something because a lot of women are interested in men who are like this, like, you ain't getting nothing out of me. Mm -hmm. No. Right? And and it might take some time, but guess what? When you start hanging around some of the close friends and doing certain, like, hey, D, I can ask you one question, you know? Tell me, you know, da, 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 or when you feel that you're comfortable with these people where you can move like that. Because somehow, some way, you'll get an answer. Even if you don't ask questions, if you paying attention, and I feel like that's a lost art too. Right. Paying attention and we really being present, yeah. you'll get what you need to get. You'll yeah. pick up on somebody's energy. But see, and you'll pick up on how they move. Do you understand, like that part right there, is, you will, but it's that's the part where I'm talking about so much work. Okay. I'm, I was talking to this guy grown man in his 50s and I remember on our first date this is three years ago he says um I'm never going to just volunteer information mm-hmm. I'm an open book you can ask me questions mm-hmm. but I'm never going to just tell you anything mm-hmm. and you realize you can only ask so many questions before you're like <clears throat> I need you to volunteer even if I ask you a question if I say something I need you to respond and then you're like okay there's a disconnect because you could only communicate so far through this question, this question, so on and so forth. And then you get to realize that, and then he made the comment later on, I have to protect my soft spots and my weaknesses. And I was like, well, why would you do that with me? How is this going to work? And he said, I have to protect. And these are words out of his mouth. I have to protect my soft spots. So this is a, these are the things that people, and most people won't even say, I got to protect my soft spots. They'll just not Say anything. Say anything. Yeah, just shut down. Yeah, and but they're trying direction. to date. They're trying to be in a relationship. Then maybe you're in a marriage and you're trying to figure out why is this person that I am in love with or fell in love with not doing what I need, not giving what I expect, getting what he needs from somebody else because that person maybe asked the right question, discovered the right thing. 
that I didn't ask? Why didn't you just tell me? See, that's the that's the bullshit though. Because if they're if they're able and willing with another, then that just means it ain't it ain't whoever that other person is per se. And that's when we got to get to the point where we start making decisions that are best for self and move differently. Because then it's funny whenever that happens, mm-hmm. men struggle with that shit. It's like, whoa, where you going? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm. A, whoa, whoa. Let's talk. Let's do this. Let's do that. That that's well, typically she what. To leave? what do you mean? Or or just you know starts backing up. You know what I'm saying? Like that's t- for for a man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say all, but I know most. I know the conversations I've had. I know the things that I've seen with my own eyes. Where it's just like, oh no, nah, you you starting to look even better now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm starting to feel you even more now. Don't leave me. Don't go nowhere. You know what I mean? And it's it's weird. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that it's right, but it's that's, that's fucked up. It, it is. Too many times people start relationships without having a conversation. What's your expectations? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's real. Like, what's your expectations? That's a straight up question. But right. you saying. I expect is- you to pay the bills. I expect you to come home. I expect you to not cheat. I expect sex four days a week. I expect the a- first thing she said was bills. Oh, yeah. Because that's the one thing the men be like, hold on. I can ask for sex seven days a week. They're like, all right, I can accommodate that. You are talking about a bill? Nigga be like, hold on, what what what's the bills looking like? Are we living together? You know what I'm saying? Sex, travel, food, shit. All day. You can get somebody at Walmart to do that. Say a bill. <laughs> Say a goddamn bill. They'll See take what happens. Oh, Man, your mom, no, you better tell the truth. Notice what you just said. What's that? Now you just said surface things, but you were expecting to get intimate things, right? Right. You didn't you didn't say anything intimate. Like what's your background? I expect to know your background. I expect to know your intimate thoughts. I expect you to know when we come when you come home once a week, uh, you know, let's have a sit down and have an intimate talk. You didn't mention any of that. Mm-hmm. That was that wasn't even on your forefront. Mm-hmm. And see that's what I mean, you, the expectations. All of that right there is if you're a grown man, that's that's a given. Mm-hmm. So, okay, since you said that, I'm going to delve into my little personal space for a moment before we get into the end of time. This morning, I have you, what you just said. What do you expect? I send a text. I said, look it. I need you to do better sending good morning texts, good evening texts, transparency, consistency, and something else I threw in there. I can't remember what the last one was. And he responded and said, I, those are reserved for when I feel like doing them. Oh, and flowers. That was the other one, flowers. I, I just think that if you got to ask Amanda to do those things, I'm just thinking, fuck it, he, he don't like me like that. Or he's so traumatized that he can't ever get to that space. I just, for me, in my 50s, I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't. If you're not even going to try to meet me halfway and you're going to talk to me talking about I'll do that when I feel like it or when I get around to it, kick rocks. Josh, why you got your hands over your head and took his headphones off? (laughs) Mr. Anonymous, what you thinking? Why you rub both of y'all rubbing your heads? Why you got to ask a guy to text me in the morning, send me flowers, (laughs) text me at night? Why? (laughs) That's the writing on the wall. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, you you just said you need to tell though. people. But he said the inner intimacy stuff, the consistency, the transparency, blah, blah, blah. So my first initial thing, because we're on a podcast, was to crack the joke. Oh, you need bills to take on a trip. But in real life, when I gave the example, it was like, oh, well, then that's the writing on the wall. Or that's, oh, my God, that's common sense. Or that's you shouldn't have to ask for. But you just said, ask for the things, what would you ask for? And then when I answered, it was like, oh. Well, no, you did the right thing in asking, but what his response is, is, is everything. It tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. So there's no more questions for me. If that's where we are and you're not moving the needle, this ain't going nowhere. Right. End of story. Josh, shut up with the head. <laughs> this is why we needed to be in person with them, because I can't see all this on the Zoom. I can't get all this energy. He I'm, right I'm going to need your thoughts because you're doing too much uh, body language right now. Somebody listening on Spotify and can't see none of that. <laughs> Mama, we got to tread lightly. Why you got to tread lightly? Tread lightly, man. What? If a guy is not doing, you ask him, hey, I need more attention or I need more. I, I feel you answered it. Like, I don't feel that we got to beat the dead horse. I feel like in some of these things, we just, as adults, we know better. We just choose not to do better. Mm. We know when somebody's bullshitting us and we continue to entertain it. We understand when the energy's a little off, but instead of making choices that we should make for self, we continue to, as Eddie Murphy said, fall for the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> No, I, I don't I, know. In some things, right, it it is is not as black and white, but in other things, it is for sure. Yeah. And no one, especially, I feel like we have a lot of seasoned people in this room. Right. And mm-hmm. I say that respectfully. Like, right. we got a lot of experience. We got some stories. Mm-hmm. We got all kind of stuff that when these cameras go off, we can sit up here and kumbaya. Right, right. Use that in your day to day. (laughs) First team common sense. Just you, King, you feel me? Use some of that in your day to day. That's all I'm going to say. Because because I, I, I understand. Now, here's the thing it gets tricky when feelings get involved. It gets very tricky. And sometimes we fall for people and it's like, fuck, it's too late. I done failed for this person. I don't want to stop. But guess what? You can hit the reset button. You can. It is okay. I've done it. It's like even nah. no, no matter what's going on, because you gotta be good, man. The the way things are happening these days, you can't waste time fighting with people that don't really want to be in your life. I saw on Instagram, man, a police, a security guard at Lennox just doing his job, man. That man got popped for no reason. Mm-hmm. A lady. Six months pregnant, got stabbed, had to have uh, uh, her child early. Mm-hmm. Seven-year-old killed right. by somebody that looked like me and you, King. I can give y'all a million stories. And we ain't even talking about the people that died from COVID or whatever Cancer else or whatever has happened. Else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have time exactly. to play around with people. Not just significant others. I'm, I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about family members. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about any type of relationship, man. Like your day-to-day, your people 
Are they serving you or are they not? Are they with you or are they not? Do they love you or do they not? Do they like you or do they not? Right. Mm -hmm. Some things, it just got to be straight black and white to that point. You got to stop. That's right. And, and, and whether it's your mate cheating on you time and time again and you putting up with that bullshit or somebody not uh, coming through and being reliable when you need them to be reliable, Folks not calling you back or texting you when you need them to. Some conviction uh, off that uh, mic over there. Right. I'm like, God damn, that was real aggressive. Go ahead, mama. Get it off your chest. Did you hug him? I got a hug, mama. Some conviction coming off that mic. That mic's steaming right now. I'm just saying. It's like we don't have time. And I see the same thing. I see all these horrific incidents, people being killed in traffic accidents, all this and yet we act like we got time to keep putting up with the bullshit. Why? Let's seek the joy. Let's seek the love, the good vibes, the good energy. And if they're not giving it after you give a couple chances, oopses, it's time to go. And bye. Well, on that note, we will have to say bye to this week's episode of What She Said, Trauma in the Den Room. (laughs) 